Welcome, CNY Hoops Nation's Hoop Fans. I am your host, Coach Will. Another episode of the CNY Hoops Nation's Podcast. Welcome, Hoops fans. Coach Will here with the CNY Hoops Nations podcast. We um, have a little different episode. Uh, I apologize that we episode 7 was delayed uh, from the typical weekly release. I was dealing with the stomach bug at home with my family, and obviously I got to take care of my kids, and my wife and family comes first. So with that said, this is the updated podcast. This will be uh, number 7. And for this week, we're going to kind of touch base a little bit. It's going to be a little different than traditional podcast for us, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna touch base a little bit on the player of the week for the last two weeks. Then we're gonna hit on sectional brackets and predictions, and that's gonna be our podcast for today. We'll give our power rankings as well. So pretty pretty laid back a little bit, but exciting because we get to look ahead to the brackets and who's what and where and what. I think and we think uh, the people I associate with to rank our player or excuse me, not our players, but rank our uh, teams and we will go from there. So that'll be pretty exciting. Um, This is my favorite time of year. I like it more than March Madness. I love high school hoops uh, and especially sectionals in the playoff time. So it's awesome. With that said, um, we're going to get right into it. The, the, um, Player of the week for week seven and eight, which is the last two weeks here that have passed, um, basically all of February essentially so far leading up to today. Uh, the player of the week is going to go to Gavin Doty of Fulton. Gavin started the, the our stretch out here on two one. He had twenty two points and ten rebounds and a win versus Central Square, and then. On two seven, he had twenty nine points, thirteen rebounds, and a win against Central Square. And then on two eight, he had twenty eight points, eleven rebounds, on and a win against Cortland. And then on two eleven, he played Oswego, and he finished against Oswego with twenty seven points, fifteen rebounds, with a win. And then on two twelve, they played against Fowler. PSLA at Fowler, and Doty finished with 29 points, 12 rebounds in that game. And his season end and finale before sectionals here kicks off was against Jamesville DeWitt in a big win, 61-49 for the Red Raiders out of Fulton and Coach Broderick. And Doty finished with 31 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, and 4 steals. So congratulations to Gavin Doty. He's our CNY Hoops Nation's podcast player of the weeks. (laughs) We're combining uh, the two weeks here and leading into sectionals. Um, With that said, moving forward, we uh, let's hit our standings real quick. Uh, We got Fulton at fifteen and four overall, ten and four in the conference, ten and four in the division. Auburn is ten and ten, not overall nine and six in conference, nine and five in division, and Oswego is six and thirteen overall, four and ten in conference, four and ten in division. For the OHSLs, which is the bulk of our team, excuse me, with the bulk of our teams here, Chittenango nineteen and one, 
West Hill 16 and 4, Phoenix 16 and 4, Institute of Technology Central 8 and 1, Homer 6 and 12, Mexico 3 and 12, that's the Liberty American. For Liberty Central, Christian Brothers Academy 17 and 3, Bishop Grimes 11 and 9, Syracuse Academy of Science 9 and 9, Bishop Ludden 7 and 12. For the Liberty National, Marcellus 14 and 5, Skinny Atlas 16 and 4. And the reason that's like that is Skinny Atlas has a lower divisional win percentage. They went 7-2, and two and Marcellus went 6-1. and one. So that's the reason it's stacked like that in the standings. These standings are actually from Syracuse.com. Um, Skinny Atlas 16-4. Solve 8-11 overall. Altmar Paris Williamstown 10-8. Casanova 7-13. Hannibal 1-17. Jordan Alberts 3-15. For the Patriot American, Tully Black Knights, Coach Ryan Dando squad leading the way at 19-1. Manlius Pebble Hill led by first-year coach Evan Dordes at 10-9. Onondaga 4-13-1. Lafayette 7-13. And then Fabius Pompey 5-11. Patriot National, the Weedsport Warriors and Coach Scarlotta squad uh, 16-4. Cato Meridian Blue Devils. 12 and 7, Pulaski 9 and 10, Faith Heritage 9 and 11, Modern Day Academy 4 and 14, and Port Byron 3 and 15. So, with that, we're going to move ahead here and look to our sectional uh, bracket divisions and who's going to play who. We're going to start at the top with Christian Brothers Academy. They're our largest school that we cover, they play in the double A's. CBA Christian Brothers Academy got the three seed at 17 and three behind number one West Tennessee and number two Liverpool. So with that said, uh, Christian Brothers Academy on February 22nd will host either the winner of Rome Free Academy RFA and Baldwinsville Rome Free Academy, coached by Nick Medesis. Um, you know, many of you remember them with the Damian Call, you know, the outstanding sensational player Damian Call, who's now playing at Utica College. They're the sixth seed, and the 11th seed will be Baldensville. I'm looking for a 3 6 matchup there CBA versus Rome RFA. You know, it's Christian Brothers Academy playing again. Hopefully, we'll see. Baldens, good luck to the Baldensville Bees as well. But I think that uh, Nick Medesis has his squad ready to go, and I think they'll end up moving on to uh, face the brothers of CBA. The A bracket, which is a lot of fun for us. Uh, we got hometown Fulton. Let me give you a rundown of how everything looks for the A's as far as standings. New Hartford's the one seed, 18-2. Fulton Red Raiders are 15-4 at the two seed. The three seed, Jamesville DeWitt, 14-6. Watertown's the four seed, 11-7. Bishop Grimes Cobra's Coached by legendary coach Bob McKenney at eleven and nine, sixth Whitesboro eleven and nine, Cortland seven eleven and nine, Auburn eight ten and ten, East Syracuse Manoa nine and eleven, number nine Syracuse Academy of Science nine and nine, excuse me number ten, Camden number eleven ten and ten, twelve Central Square eight and twelve, Carthage thirteen eight and twelve, number fourteen Oswego six and thirteen, excuse me. So with those pairings, we're going to see in one of the first games played on the 18th, which is tomorrow, Friday, February 18th at 6 p.m., Auburn will host East Syracuse Manoa in the 8-9 matchup. Also on Friday at 7 p.m. at Bishop Grimes, they will host Central Square 
in the 5-12 matchup. And Friday, 2-18, rounding out our coverage area, we're going to have Oswego taking the bus ride, the Oswego Bucks and Coach Lamacchia, led by Zach Chamberlain and Nathan Davini and Lucas Warner and Billy Waterbury. They're going to take their little short bus ride about 45 minutes up to Jamesville DeWitt. And I'm going to touch base a little bit on each of these teams. Fulton will play on the 22nd. They're awaiting the winner of Cortland and Syracuse Academy of Science. So touch base a little bit on the Auburn uh, East Syracuse Manoa game. I am leaning towards Auburn. I think Deshaun Shawnee Strachan is going to come through big for the Maroons. Uh, Dolan hasn't had the best of year. Uh, he can really shoot it. I think he's going to end up being a deciding factor. The the How, how do I want to say this? It's going to be the role players in that matchup that are going to make the difference here. Um, let's. I'm, I'm trying to peek real quick at their head-to-head. So Auburn won the first one on 12-14, 59-49. And that's the only time they've met, actually, this year. So, oh, uh, excuse me, correction. The then East Syracuse Manoa won fifty nine forty eight. Very similar tallies, just uh, reversed who won. Tony Borges went off in the for the Auburn Maroons in their first game with twenty seven. Strachan had sixteen and ten. So we're gonna need a couple more guys to step up. Borges, he's always around the boards. He's always on the court. Gets does the little chippy things that they need. When they played the last time, the East Syracuse Manoa won 59-48. Strachan was held to six points. Borges had 12, and Sharif Edwards had 10. Um, this is a whole different squad with Sharif Edwards. If Sharif Edwards is playing, I, I'm, I'm liking the Maroons at home. Uh, that'll be my take. will be the Maroons at home in that matchup. Um, and they'll, the winner of that game will move on to face number one, New Hartford. I'm going to jump down to the Oswego uh, versus Jamesville DeWitt matchup. On 114, Oswego traveled to Jamesville DeWitt and lost 57 47. The, the Bucks were led by Zachary Chamberlain's 22 points. And the Rams were led by 22 points from Aiden Bates and 18 from Anthony Sickle and 10 from Brendan Koberger. I was watching this game through the live stream. And Oswego was up 20 in the second half and had a collapse and uh, just couldn't finish. Looking at the box score, um, Oswego had it was 31 to 12 at halftime, and Oswego only mustered 16 points in the whole second half, and JD kicked out 45. So. I know Coach Lamacchia will have them guys ready to finish in that second half this time. And the kids, there's a lot of seniors in that group. I got to take in a, a tough senior night game against East Syracuse Manoa. Uh, 13 seniors, none of them are coming back, obviously, so they're going to go all out and look for uh, big games from Chamberlain and Davini uh, and Warner stepping up to see if Oswego moves on. Those are the three guys that are going to carry him through the next wave. James, they did play Jamesville DeWitt at home on 2-7 this month, and they lost 65-50. to Chamberlain again had 23, had five threes. Davini had 14 with two threes. So they're going to carry the load all the time. They, they're going to need somebody like Warner to step up and Waterbury to step up and to shock the Red Rams at home. 
The Red Rams were led by Braden Koberger's 27, Anthony Stickles 16, and Ian Delphios 14. So good luck to both teams in that matchup as well. Um, be excited to see how that plays out. Um, I, I think the Bucks can get them. I really do. I think the Bucks can upset the Rams at home. They just have to have the right mindset, and they got to be ready to go. It, it, it's 32 minutes of hard basketball, sectional basketball, and it'll be interesting to see how how it plays out for them. Uh, I'm gonna take a draw on that, but I'm gonna try. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with the underdog Bucks. The hell with it. I'm gonna go with the Bucks upsetting the Rams when a 14-13 matchup in the A's. In the A's, Swiggle Bucks make a statement win against the Rams and sectionals. It's going to be a live atmosphere, Buck Nation. Better show out. As for the Fulton Red Raiders, they're the two seed. They don't play until the 22nd, but they will play the winner who plays tomorrow, um, the 7-10 seed, Cortland and Syracuse Academy of Science. Now, Fulton has played Cortland. They lost early on 48-46. Cortland was led by Max Gambitas, 24 points, and Tyler Blake with 10 points, 10 rebounds, and Marvin Bell, 9 points, 11 rebounds. Doty led the Red Raiders with 21 points and 10 rebounds. That was their first matchup. The second matchup, they came back and annihilated the Purple Tigers of Cortland, 54-37. to Doty had a big game, 28 points, 11 rebounds. Sam Cotton, 10 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. And Gambita was held to 13 points, 8 rebounds. Tyler Blake had 9 points, 11 rebounds. And again, for the Red Raiders, that's what it's going to take to move on, regardless in this game or whoever they play. I think, honestly, I think the Syracuse Academy of Science has a chance to uh, knock off the Cortland Purple Tigers in their own facility um, in the uh, 7-10 matchup. SAS may be one of the better 10 seeds that you don't want to see. Um, you know, they're led by sophomore sensation Stavon Jones. Um, he's just dominating for them this year, and he's been huge all over the court in general. Everything. He's, he's doing everything. Rebounding, passing, scoring, hitting threes, getting to the free throw line. Blocking shots, getting steals. And he has help. Makai Reed is a senior. And, you know, he's averaging about 10 points a game. Devon Perry is a senior. I believe he's a senior averaging 10 points a game. And Stavon's averaging about 15. Um, they also have Zachary Allen, who's a senior. They're a very long athletic team. I think it's a bad matchup for Cortland. Um, we'll see how it plays out, obviously, but. I, I, I like treating sectionals as like my uh, my bracketology for the NCAA. <laughs> um, and I really enjoy analyzing and picking teams. But I think that one's going to be – I think that's going to end up being a matchup where you're going to see the Syracuse Academy of Science traveling to play Fulton, which would be a, a unbelievable 2-10 matchup. Um, Bishop Grimes, the five seed, plays on Friday night against Central Square – I don't believe they played this season yet. Let me just double-check to confirm that. And, no, they haven't played yet this season against each other. However, um, I'm going with the the Cobras. 
I'm going to take Coach McKenney, his experience, his knowledge, and I'm going to have them moving on. So what my prediction is is you're going to have Auburn moving on to play New Hartford. You're going to have Bishop Grimes moving on to play the Watertown Carthage winner. I think SAS will beat Cortland and take on Fulton on the 22nd, and I think the upset's going to be a Swago at Jamesville DeWitt. Um, and then that winner will take on Camden and Whitesboro. I really feel like I've watched those games, and I feel like Oswego and Jamesville DeWitt are close, and it's tough, tough, tough to beat the same team three times in one season. And uh, so that game could be a coin toss game, but I really think that uh, Oswego might pull that one off. Moving on to the Class B is an absolutely loaded Class B. I've said it all season long. I think it's the best class in New York State is the B's, especially in Section 3. I firmly believe that the sectional champion, or excuse me, the sectional champion in Section 3 has the best shot to win the New York State Championship. And I think <laughs> they're they're tough all the way down to the 11th seed. I, it could be any one of them at any given night. Um, but best of luck to everybody in the Class B's, and I'm pulling for everyone in Section 3. I don't care who's winning. That's what I'm pulling for, Section 3 all the way. But let's give a quick rundown here. The current, the sectional standings for the Class B's. Number one, Chittenango, 19-1. and one. Number two, Lowville, 19-1. and one. Number three, hold on, let's talk about Lowville for a minute, what they lost. They come back and they're 19-1. and one. And they lost the McCauley brothers. They lost Zayer. They've lost a lot of guys. That system is just tough. So they're going to be a tough out at number two, 19-1. A lot of experience there with the coach. Uh, number three, Utica Academy of Science, 17-3. Number four, West Hill, 15-4. Number five, Central Valley Academy, 16-4. Number six, Phoenix Firebirds, coach Nick Perioli, led by JD21, John Dion, Nick Cicera, and Zach Ashby. They're 16-4 as a six seed. Number seven, Little Falls, 17-3. Number eight, Skinny Atlas at 16-4, led by Big Jude Pasquale and Colin Gaglione. Number nine, General Brown, 15-4, you know, led by Tucker Rossman, point guard Ryan Hiller. And um, that <laughs> that's a team I don't know. That might be the game of the, of the, of the, of the sectionals right there, the 8-9 matchup that we'll see, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. It'll be Skinny Atlas and General Brown. Number 10, Marcellus Mustangs, 14-5. Number 11, VVS, Vernon Verona Sherrill at 13-6. Number 12, South Jefferson at 11-9. Number 13, Altmar Parish Williamstown, 10-8. Number 14, Institute of Technology Central, 8-11. Number 15, Holland Patton at 9-11. Number 16, Salve at 8-11. Number 17, Homer, coached by Big Rex Ryan at 7-12. Number 18, Casanova at 7 and 13. Number 19, Sherburne Earlville at 7 and 13. Number 20, Clinton at 5 and 15. Number 21, Oneida at 3 and 16. And then you got Hannibal at number 24 at 1 and 17, and Canastota at number 20 at O or excuse me, 25 at 0 and 20. Now I'm not a big fan of everybody making sectionals just to get a game, and I get it, but. Um, It'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to see how it all plays out. So we'll start off with the 16-17 matchup. It's going to be Nick Nooch Camiso's squad and Salve Bearcats going to host Coach Rex Ryan in the Homer Trojans at home. And the winner of that game will take on Skinny, or excuse me, will take on Chittenango over in Bear Country on the 19th. So those boys will play tonight. Uh, Salve 
and Homer will be playing tonight, and I'm going to take Salve at home to move on and play Bear Country and play in Bear Country against the Chittenango Bears. The 8-9 matchup, which will be played tomorrow on the 18th, that's going to be Skinny Atlas hosting General Brown. I love this matchup. Uh, this is To me, this is probably so far my favorite game of sectional pairings that I've seen. This is just a dogfight. This could have very well been like a sectional final game. That's how talented both these teams are. Um, if anything, Skinny Atlas only has the favor because they're a home team. I think the teams are very good, both of them, and I think they're very similar, which will be interesting to see. It's going to come down to guard play and with Hiller and Lennox, and I think the big guys will isolate each other a little bit. I think they kind of cancel out at each other a pinch. But as as the pros, the colleges especially, and even high school, you're not winning. You don't have a point guard. And uh, they both got pretty good guards. I think General Brown's a little deeper in the guard position. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take a draw on that one. I'm going to have to come back to it and keep thinking about it, and then I'll touch base on that. APW, the 13th seed, hosting Clinton. Um, APW is my guest to win that game. Uh, that's tonight, and they'll play the, on the 19th against West Hill Warriors, led by Sean Mays, Luke Gilmartin. Um, that team is a sleeper to win the title, in my opinion. I don't think they're getting enough credit for how good they are. Um, moving on from there, who do we got in our area? We got Casanova traveling to Holland Patton. It's Casanova, the 18th seed, traveling to the 15th seed. Um, one thing, all section three teams, when you switch, when you go to different areas, Watertown, Syracuse, Utica, you have different officials with every group. And um, you're not going to get a, a call like you get in Syracuse when you're traveling to, you know, the North Country or down to out east to Utica. So you got to play through that. And very similar records. I think that Casanova plays the better schedule. So I'm going to take Casanova in an 18-13 upset, and the winner will play Lowellville at Lowellville, the two seed. Marcellus Canastota, Marcellus 14-5, taking on Canastota 0-20 at home. Uh, not even a contest. Uh, you know, um, I don't think Canastota builds anything out of this particular matchup, but I think Marcellus has got to have their mindset right, uh, take care of business for that game. Then there will be a 7-10 matchup. Marcellus will travel to Little Falls, and I think Marcellus could take Little Falls as well. Uh, they're another sleeper. Uh, with the talent they play and the schedule they've played. So Little Falls is really good, though. The B, these Bs are loaded. Uh, number 14, Institute of Technology Central, Holston, Sherburn, Irville. I think ITC will take that, and they'll move on to play uh, number three, in my guess, is Utica Academy of Science, which will be a great game. I think UAS might take them out on that one. Hannibal, my alumni, is going to travel to VVS uh, tonight, and VVS is a very talented team, tough Ranked early in the season, predicted to finish a little higher. They went through a little spell here where they've lost a few games, but uh, I think VVS has too much for the Warriors, and they'll travel to um, after they win. They beat the Warriors in this game, and I hate saying that as my alma mater, but uh, I think the VVS will come out on top, and they're going to travel to number six. Phoenix plays really well at home, so you're going to have the six and eleven seeds there. So my prediction: Let's see for the games on the nineteenth which will be on Saturday. We'll look at my prediction is Chittenango will host Salve. West Hill will host APW. Central Valley Academy will host 
South Jefferson, which none of them are in our area that I cover, but Lowellville will host Casanova. Little Falls will host Marcellus. Utica Academy of Science will host Institute of Technology Central, and Phoenix will host VVS. Go Firebirds. Go ITC. Utica Academy of Science, they're good. But um, you know what? Looking at this bracket, that actually really bugs me a little bit. With the exception of Marcellus and Phoenix, the top-tier teams from the OHSLs are all in the upper part of the bracket. I mean, well, <laughs> you got Skinny Atlas who could have been, if they're in the bottom part of the bracket, you're talking about them potentially making a run. And West Hill, definitely. I think West Hill can make a run either way. But wouldn't that be something to see the final four of the beast? Chittenango is a tough, tough out. I mean, even General Brown. You put General Brown down here in this bottom half of the bracket anywhere, and they're probably going to be picked as a favorite. I think this is awesome. I think one through what's uh, Marcellus is ten, and VVS is eleven. So any one through eleven are tough. But uh, the next episode, I'm going to have to touch base and kind of give you a prediction of what my thoughts are for sectional finals. Uh, everybody, this is the winter break week coming up, so everyone be safe out there. Safe travels. Take care of each other. Be safe, players. Take care of yourself. Be safe. You know, health and safety protocols with everything that's still lingering. Uh, we should be done and over with it, but it's still lingering. Be safe out there and take care of yourselves. That way you can continue to have fun and play basketball. You don't want them to take it away from you because of that. Because they're going to play regardless. If your team can't play, the other team's moving on. You know, not to call out any other lower seed teams, but imagine a 23 seed makes it to the finals because guys get sick. We can't have that. Got to take care of yourself. Got to take care of yourself. Everybody has to earn it. And I think the bees, man, they're tough. They're tough. That would be crazy. The the um, quarterfinal games would be could be Chittenango versus Skinny Alice or General Brown, West Hill versus Central Valley. Um, Lowville could play Little Falls or Marcellus. Amazing. Uh, Syracuse Academy of Science, I think, will move on. And I think Phoenix should take care of business at home against against um, VBS. With that said, let's move on to our class Cs. I'm, I'm diverting on the class Bs. I just am so in tune with I love the, the Bs. And, and the class Cs are just as loaded. Number one, Tully, 19-1. Number two, West Canada Valley, 19-1. Number three, Waterville, 17-3. Number four, Weedsport, 16-4. Number five, Dolgeville, 16-4. Number six, Mount Markham, 12-8. Number seven, South Lewis, 12-8. Number eight, Cato Meridian, 12-8. Number nine, Herkimer, 12-8. Number 10, Beaver River, 11-8. Number 11, Plaskai, 9-10. Number 12, Sequoia Valley, 10-10. Number 13, Westmoreland, 9-11. Number 14, Adirondack. 7 and 12. Number 15, Thousand Islands, 7 and 12. Number 16, Lafayette, 7 and 13. Sandy Creek is number 17, 16, or 6 and 14. Fabius, number 18, 6 and 12. 19, Onondaga, 4 and 14. Port Byron at number 20 at 4 and 16. And Cooperstown rounded it out at number 21 at 3 and 17. The bracket goes as follows. Lafayette will host Sandy Creek in the first game, the 16-17 game being played today. Winner will take on a long road trip to Tully or a short one for Lafayette. I think Lafayette should come out on top of that one, and they should be playing the Black Knights. The Herkimer Magicians are going to travel to Cato Meridian's Blue Devil Country. Um, Cato Meridian led by big Justin Jupp Baldwin, T-Money, T-Money, Tristan Lee, and... 
Mason, Money Mace, Crandall. They got some talent. If they if they could stay out of foul trouble and stay active and want it, they could make some noise. It'd be uh, the play Tully if they win that game, and that'll be a hell of a matchup. So we got Lafayette hosting Sandy Creek. I think Lafayette's going to win that. Then they'll play Tully. Cato Meridian and Herkimer tomorrow. Westmoreland is going to host Port Byron. And the winner of that game will take on number four, Weedsport, on the 19th, which is Saturday. Um, and just done. I mean, Cooperstown is a 21 seed. You don't usually see Cooperstown in the bottom of a bracket in a number 21 seed. But uh, they're going to travel to Sequoia Valley. Fabius Pompey is going to take a long trip up to uh, Thousand Islands, and I tell you what—that might—that's my upset maybe in this group is that I think Thousand Islands. I think Fabius Pompey's played a tougher schedule, and I think that, in my opinion, and I think that they're going to upset the uh, Thousand Islands, the home team, on that. And the, but then the the winner travels Saturday to West Canada Valley, the number two seed. Onondaga is going to travel to Adirondack for the 19 versus 14. Winner of that game will take on Waterville. I don't know if Onondaga has enough in their tank, um, but that'll be an interesting game to see. They're very similar teams. But the 6-11 matchup is very intriguing to me. It's Mount Markham and Pulaski. Pulaski is going to take the long trip there. Um, for them, it's not as long, probably, because they're from the North Country. I don't know if they would go Route 11 or 12 to get across. I'm not sure how they would travel down to Markham. But um, I, don't, I haven't seen Markham a ton this year, but Pulaski, I know they got some bigs. If their guards can stick up, they could uh, make a little noise and move on. That's a tough matchup. So I think we got Lafayette playing Tully. Tully went in that. I think I think Cato's going to take care of Herkimer at home. So it'll be Tully and Lafayette, or Cato in my prediction. Uh, Westmoreland's going to play Weesport. Weesport take care of business on that. Um. And they'll play the winner of Doldgeville Sequoia Valley. It's probably going to be Doldgeville. So Doldgeville Weedsport. That'd be a heck of a game. The four versus five. I think Fabius is going to take care of Thousand Islands and play West Canada Valley. I think West Canada Valley will take care of them. Uh, South Lewis and West Canada Valley. And moving on, in my opinion, Adirondacks going to move on over on a Dagai Field and play Waterville. Waterville should take that and play the winner of Mount Mark and Plasky. I'm going to say Plasky. So. The C's are just as loaded, man. This is awesome. And for the D's, we got number one, Hamilton, 20-0. Number two, Sackett's Harbor, 19-1. Number three, Cincinnati's, 15-1. Number four, Belleville Henderson, 17-3. Number five, DeRider, 15-3. Number six, Madison, 16-4. Number seven, Copenhagen, 12-7. Number Ariskany, excuse me, number eight, 12-8. Number nine, Aesthetic Valley, 12-8. Number 10, Manlius Pebble Hill, Coach Dordas, 10-9. Number 11, New York Mills. At 11-9, number 12, Faith Heritage with World Wild West, 9-11. Uh, number 13, Morrisville Eaton, 7-11. Modern Day Academy at number 14, 5-14. Number 15, Town of Webb at 6-14. Number 16, Lafargeville, 5-12. McGraw at 17, 5-12. Remsen at 19, at 4-15. Brookfield at number 20, at 4-12. And, and Poland, number 23, at 1-19. Let's see these matches. We only got really two teams, I believe, in this that we cover traditionally. Um, number 12 in Faith Heritage and number 10 in Manlius Pebble Hill. Uh, I do have some buddies in, that are playing in this. Belleville Henderson is a nice little sleeper pick I like. That'll be interesting to see them play. They should be able to move on to the quarters, maybe the final four in the semis. Um, what a matchup that would be if they uh, – 
they move on and they see and they see um, Hamilton in the semifinals, the one versus the four. That would be a heck of a matchup. I think that would be awesome. So, but as for Faith Heritage, they're playing Derider first game, and the two teams haven't really played each other at all. So, the scheduling, that's, I got to get more teams on here. <laughs> Faith could be tough, but I don't, I don't know if they got, they're young. I don't know if they got what it takes to knock off Derider. Um, I'm, I'm. I think we're going to sit on it. But Copenhagen is hosting Manlius Pebble Hill and Coach Evan Dordes. They're hot right now. Manlius Pebble Hill is one of the hotter teams right now in in a section. And the way they're playing, I know they've only won four straight games, but they've won six out of the last seven. And some of them convincingly, some of them close. Now, with that said, I'm going to take it. You know what? I'm, I'm going to ride with you, Coach Dordes. I'm going to ride with you. I think uh, I think Evan Dordes and his first-year coach gets his first sectional win at Copenhagen, and they'll move on to play. Unfortunately, they'll be rewarded with Sackett's Harbor. If they uh, if they win the 7-10 matchup, you'll get the winner of the two-seed game, which also is the winner of the 15-18 matchup, plays the two. Uh, oh, and Modern Day Academy in there at 14, too, as well. I'm sorry. I think Modern Day Academy is going to host Brookfield at Casanova College. That's awesome. What a cool place to play for them. I think they'll take that. Unfortunately, then they'll have to travel to Cincinnati as the three seed. But I think that'll be good. So my uh, – I'll touch base on sectional champs next week. When I when we do the roundup of this first couple of weeks, and then I'll give my predictions for the actual sexual champ sectional champs. Um, I do like I do like Hamilton. They're loaded, but I really like Belleville Anderson at a four seed. Uh, obviously, they'd have to knock Hamilton off in the quarters, and uh, or semis, and it's very possible. So, and for the C's, Tully is phenomenal. So it'll be interesting to see if West Canada Valley has what it takes to take out Tully. Chittenango and Lowville, yeah. Um, I think, like I said, I think Skinny Atlas General Brown is going to be one of the best games of the sectionals for the Class Bs, maybe all sectionals. Um, but I think that's going to come down. Let me peek at that bracket again. Chittenango is so tough to beat. No, I think if General Brown, Skinny Atlas, uh, man, I don't think Skinny Atlas played. Then let me take a quick peek here because I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Skinny Ellis didn't play Chet Nango. Chet loaded, man. They can score with a college team. But I I think Gerald Brown has the combination of guards and size to really give them a little bit of fits. And I'm pretty sure it'll be at a maybe a neutral site. Yeah. Should be at a neutral site. So yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Um but Chet Nango's tough, man. Chet Nango and West Hill were the two teams I was thinking in that one in the semis. And the lower half, I think um, I think you might see Lowellville and UAS. I really do. I think you might see. Oh, no, you know what? No. Mm, that's going to be tough. I don't know if Marcellus has what it takes to beat Lowellville, but uh, that would be a good matchup. They're going to be a good semifinal match, or quarterfinal matchup, I think. So, And the A's, 
New Hartford's beast mode right now. Fulton's very high. It could end up being a one-two. It could be a one-two matchup. Uh, Swiggle JD, yeah, yeah, that 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 would lead up to that. Um, although <laughs> people sleep, man. I think Coach McKenney. Not only did they finish as the five seed, I think they got the better draw. I think they could take Watertown. I think they Carthage isn't a problem for them. I don't think Sub Square is going to be a problem for them. Uh, they could be Auburn, ESN. I mean, New Hartford. The, yeah, that's uh, that's a wash right there. Let me see real quick for uh, Coach McKenney. They didn't play New Harvard. I know that. Man, I mean, look at the teams they played. They played at Lowellville. They played. They've played London, Syracuse, SAS, CBA, Nysaka, Una, um, Meekill, Christian, St. Francis, Seton Catholic, Meekill, Christian again, Bishop Timon, Fairport, Coach. Bob McKenney has set his team up to play ball. They've played some very, very, very good teams. Do not be surprised if we're talking about the Bishop Grimes Cobras playing in the sectional semis or finals for the A's. It'll be a tall feat versus Filipowski and New Hartford, but we'll see what happens. I think Fulton can take care of business, though, do their thing to get there as well. For the double A's, double A's, I like to see. I really think it might be the, uh, man, what a game that's going to be. Liverpool and CBA, if they both get there, what a game. Um, CNS and West Jenny, if they both make that, what a game these semifinals are going to be. This is awesome. Um, I do think CBA is the team to beat. And Jenny is, well, you know what? Jenny's a team to beat. They're loaded. Coach Fred Kent's got them loaded top to bottom. So I'm going to say Jenny's a favor in that one. Uh, New Hartford for the, the A's. The B's obviously is Chittenango as well. The one seeds seem to have a 10. Yeah, the one seeds are obviously the favorites. But uh, reach out to us. Let us know what your thoughts are on the upcoming sectionals. And do share video highlights, whatever. You can email us, uh, Ontario, or excuse me, <laughs> What a dope. Thinking of my basketball program and not my podcast that I do for fun here on the side. Um, CNY Hoops Nations Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the gram. Hit us up on our Facebook page. Send us pictures, score updates. You name it, send it. We'll uh, we'll share it. It's all about you. It's about the kids. Congratulations, Gavin Doty again. Doty, the player of the week for the CNY Hoops Nation podcast. Good luck in sectionals, young man. Good luck to Coach Broderick. Good luck to all players, all coaches in sectionals. And we're going to finish this part of our episode right now with the CNY Hoops Nation's power rankings. At number 10, the Weed Sport Warriors checking in at number 11 in New York State Class C at 16-4. and four. At number 9, Marcellus Mustangs at 14-5, and five, honorable mention in Class B. Number eight, the Phoenix Firebirds at 16 and 4, honorable mention in Class B. Number seven, the Tully Black Knights at 19 and 1, number two in New York State Class C. Number six, the Bishop Grimes Cobras at 11 and 9, honorable mention in New York State Class A. Number five, Skinny Atlas Lakers at 16 and 4, honorable mention in Class B. Number four, the Fulton Red Raiders flying under the radar from all these national media, which, or excuse me, state media, which is awesome for Coach Broderick. Let everybody else have the pressure. He'll handle his program, and they'll take care of business themselves. 15-4, and four, honorable mention in 
New York State Class A. Number three, the West Hill Warriors at 15-4. Number 25 in the most recent New York State Class B poll. Number two, the Chittenango Bears, 19-1. Number seven in New York State Class B. And your number one seed, which has been this way all season, is your Christian Brothers Academy. Christian Brothers Academy Brothers. Sounds funky saying that, does it not? Uh, so it's going to be Christian Brothers Academy at the number one at 17-3, and three, and they're honorable mention in New York State Class AA. So the rundown, this last regular season episode with our power rankings, and next week we're going to have our all-tournament, excuse me, our all-league, all-CNY uh, Hoops Nation podcast player rankings teams. I think we're going to do first, second team with a third team or honorable mention. I'm not sure yet. i got to get those emails out and get our feedback. Um, but that will be our players, all teams, all-CNY Hoops Nation teams, and we'll talk about the sectional finals and semifinals coming up. And, yeah, so stay tuned. One last rundown of CMY Hoops Nation Power Rankings. Number 10, Wheatsport. Number 9, Marcellus. Number 8, Phoenix. Number 7, Tully. Number 6, Bishop Grimes. Number 5, Skinny Alice. Number 4, Fulton. Number 3, West Hill. Number 2, Chenango. And number 1, Christian Brothers Academy. Good luck to all teams and, co- and coaches and sectionals. Good luck to everybody. Take care of yourself. Please be safe. Be careful. We enjoy the hoops. You enjoy playing and coaching the hoops. Take care of yourself so we can see this through. It's going to be a a fun time. And uh, hopefully see everybody at OCC. We'll see how that plays out. Best of luck to all teams, coaches, all the players I know personally, and coaches, good luck. Uh, We'll be rooting for you. You Work hard, play hard. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on all social media. And if you got time, give a follow. CNY Hoop Talk. They're doing a a special podcast podcast. a podcast with the with the seedings and brackets as well. Buckets mixed hoop and ting. Check them out online. These guys all have great content. Section three basketball as well. Uh, Coach will take care.